0: You got to get serious and get into this battle. And what we're watching happening in the governments and the earth and everything is the type and shadow of what's going to happen in the kingdom. Don't mess with us. Don't mess with our kids no more. We're not playing this game. There's so much destruction that's going on with these people. We really need to stand up. See, the Lord has yes. given us the authority to break Amen. the yokes. And it's time that the church gets out of the four walls yes. yep. and gets in the streets and starts talking Jesus. Jesus Amen. Yeah. We just want to welcome all our viewers out there. This is VOH News, and so many things are going on in the world right now, and uh, just, uh, it's amazing how that, as time unfolds, we begin to see the lies and the things that are coming out from the left. It's amazing that uh, we are in a time that I call an awakening, not only for uh the world, but also for the church. Uh, I'm here with two special guests, Trentus Evans and 107. Fellas, I just want to thank you for coming on with us today. And uh, I know you have some breaking news on the J6, January 6th uh, events. Hey, can we get into that?
1: Yeah, so we absolutely can get into that. I'll tell you that um, if you look back at what Congress has done, you know, history repeats itself. We all know that. And it's a Sometimes it's bad and sometimes it's good. And in the case of Congress doing what it's doing with the unselect committee here, that alleged committee that's uh, really not formed lawfully, it's not doing the job of a congressional committee to either review or look into legislation. Mm. It's actually a sham committee, the extension of the impeachment committee hearings. So that's really this challenge. But And then the victims of that situation are the people of January 6th that they are trying to utilize that as political fodder Mm -hmm. in effort uh, as they move along here to try and drive home the point that Donald Trump should never be in office again, that it's his fault, that the kind of statements that you make, like we're going to have to fight, uh, you know, as a countless political features have been said, you know, our our figures have used, that it's it's a ridiculous statement. I mean, I was there, I listened to the speech down at the ellipse, I heard what the president said, It's unequivocal. He said, peacefully and patriotically make our way down to the Capitol, let our voices be heard. I mean, who didn't hear that. I mean, where's where's the confusion? Mm -hmm. So those that try and use Donald Trump as their scapegoat and saying, oh, the president made me do it. The president didn't tell you to bust out windows. The president didn't tell you to go in the building. The president did not tell you to uh, fight police. Now, let's be very clear. Some of those situations were created by the Capitol police as some. Uh, now, look, I'll be clear. I don't support any kind of political violence. I don't support looting. I don't support damage. I don't support that kind of thing. I support peaceful, lawful demonstration. And that's what I would be in support of as my statements are clear from that day. Yeah. But, you know, look, look uh, your situation here, Michael, on this is they push these people, they beat people. They pepper sprayed people, peaceful people. I mean, these people, they didn't start with people destroying things. It didn't start with people fighting the police. There were some people that acted outside their character and they need to go through the criminal justice system. There's no question about that. I never denied that. Even I myself, I entered a building I shouldn't have gone in according to the law. Okay, I'll stand accountable for that. And I have no problem with that. I respect our courts. I respect the institution for which they stand. I respect that whole idea. But let's look at another perspective here. When police are indiscriminately beating people, when police are dragging people down and beating them, we have the video evidence, the proof. When the police are indiscriminately firing munitions into a crowd, when there's women and children and elderly present, that's a problem. That wasn't declared a riot area. That wasn't something that should have happened. It's wrong. That narrative that the January 6th Committee continues to support (coughs) is nothing but a lie. Yeah, So um,
0: we have the factual data on that, Michael. We'll talk some more about that as we move on here. Do you see, though, uh, There, it seems to me that there was other elements, infiltrations, say Antifa, different types of groups that were there causing trouble also. And, uh, you know, there's, you know, uh, there's video that suggests that things were going on behind the scenes also that we know that's out there. Trennis. Uh, I mean... As we get into this uh, J6, this January 6th <laughs> events, what do you see that's coming right now? I know that uh, both you and, and 107 have insight into uh, the trial and things that's going on. I, I've been watching a little bit of it online. It's To me, it's a joke. I mean, you just see a battle going on between the, the Democrats and Republicans in this thing and uh, a lot of verbal just... Uh, uh, bantering going back and forth. Let's so let's clarify
1: something. You know, you just said trial. That's interesting. You said that in a trial, when we hear witness testimony, that witness is cross-examined. Exactly. Right. That's the right of the court. It's the right of the defendant. Exactly. Right now, we're getting one-sided. So this witness, this witness testimony is essentially non-existent. That's why we have bipartisan committees. This is not a true bipartisan committee. This is Liz Cheney as a rhino uh, and and the the actions of two rhinos that have come forth and said, hey, you know, I'm going to operate from the leftist narrative. I'm a globalist. This is who I am. And I'm going to come out here and I'm going to provide help provide this narrative. One, talk a little bit about that. Well, at the end of the day, a star chamber
2: is not a, a court of justice. This isn't even, you know, this is a court of record, not Mm -hmm. a constitutional court. And the record is not an equal record. It's not a fair trial. Um, It's a star chamber. Mm -hmm. Uh, They already know the outcome before they started because this is, uh, they have an agenda. They've even said that uh, this is all about uh, leading up to an indictment of President Trump. Yeah. So... Uh, they know where they want to go. Because they want to accuse him of uh, leading a coup. Excuse me, he was president of the United States. What are you talking about a coup? Yeah, and they they claim he was trying to overthrow the elected, uh, uh, you know, president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Biden got you know certified by Congress as the winner of the election, so didn't happen. Mm-hmm. So what, what what's the point here? The point is, is that uh, all those people that showed up on January sixth. We're saying that uh, we don't have the information from the director of national intelligence. Mm. We don't know that there was foreign interference in the election. Uh, the federal agency was not in compliance with the executive order to uh, investigate and then advise the president and the other agency heads if there was foreign interference in the election. And by the way, we're only days, a couple weeks away, from Greg Phillips' uh Uh, Kathy uh, uh, Er 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 Ehrenbrach and uh, uh, Dinesh D'Souza's next release showing not the 2,000 mules downstream, but going upstream. Who was coordinating all those ballots? Uh, Where was the information going? And who was coordinating that information outside Mm. of U.S. soil? Foreigners. Wow. Controlling the outcome of our election. Wow. And when you find that out, you'll understand why these people, bought and paid for, Mm. do not want you to know the truth and why they have to have this show trial of January 6th to keep our attention, even an indictment of Trump, to keep our attention like a magician. Mm. You know, they have the pretty girl with the plumage on her hair and off her backsides. And they have the flashbang. Sure. To hide the strings and pulleys and art of the magician to keep our attention long enough to get past the most crucial thing of all, which is September 3rd Mm. at midnight when they can legally, 22 months after the federal election of November 3rd, destroy all the records, all the emails, all the paper ballots, all the Mm. digital information, everything. Mm. At that point, it's in the record books. You'll never get in your lifetime a better, cleaner chance Mm. to prove that there was uh, fraud in the way your electoral process is being conducted past, present, future. They'll change the rules Mm. They'll own the elections forever with frauds. You'll never get another free, fair election in America, at least before some national calamity, crisis,
0: civil war, because mm-hmm. they'll never let go. So, so, Wanda, I well. mean, I, everything that's happening. I, I obviously, you know, the January six uh, hearings. It's it's just a it's a smear campaign. I think most Americans are seeing that. Most Americans understand what's going on. At least the ones I talk to, I see Democrats jumping, you know, the the the, the fence uh, left and right. You, you bring up a very interesting topic when you're talking about the elections and you're talking about you know Dinesh D'Souza's uh, film, The 2000 Mules, um, and and everything else that's coming out. We see now, you know, we're, we're seeing here and there. Um, law, uh, we're seeing it coming. We're seeing officers take a look into all these things. Uh, we're seeing it in Georgia. We're seeing it in Arizona. Do you see anything coming out of those films that are going to bring to light uh, uh, what happened in the in the elections? Can I jump
1: in here, yeah, real quick, one? Sure. You know what's interesting to me is. Let's talk about, he, Juan mentioned the downstream, you know, yeah. like where the mules, right? What, yeah. what comes downstream from there? Interestingly enough to me is where's the FBI on this? You know, hey, man, you, know, you guys are awful interested in people like Tina Peters, people trying to preserve information, yeah. people trying to do the right thing. And we just mm-hmm. talked about this and Juan and I have been having this conversation pretty regularly that isn't it interesting that the federal government, Said the Supreme Court after you know Ken Paxton teed it up and they went to the court and said, Hey, we have problems, we have major problems, we want answers. And the federal government turns around and says, Hey, no, the Supreme Court, we cannot get involved in the federal government, cannot engage and get involved in state election matters, those matters belong to the state. That's not our lane, we have Mm -hmm. to stay out. Well well, as much as we didn't like it, let's just say that more it's morally wrong, ethically wrong for sure, but potentially it may fall in line with the Constitution. So let's just say that's the facts, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say that that has that is the facts. And what the hell are you doing kicking in the door of people like Tina Peters? Why is the FBI engaged in dealing in the election matters there? They were just told the federal government just said we can't get engaged. Yeah. but this is the problem. under the Biden administration and even before, The federal government doesn't operate within its lane. The federal government's all too happy to exert plenary power that it does not possess and just overstep and or break blatantly the law. There is no boundary for them. The FBI doesn't even have a charter. There's a whole bunch of problems there. And people say, well, but they've been doing it this way for so long. Doing it this way for so long makes you what is called a habitual offender. It does not make you right or just. What happens is is if there's legislation on the books already, and Mm -hmm. there's already been Supreme Court rulings upholding this legislation as lawful as it has dozens of times over hundreds of years, then the facts remains that the constitutional side of this sit where they sit. And the federal government operates all too happily and candidly outside that lane, and will do it. Mm -hmm. So back to where we stand on the congressional committee. Um, like I said, many people keep calling it trials and it's it's not a trial. It, although it's tantamount and possesses the same nexus of a trial, um, the essential the essential piece of this is that no cross-examinations occur. It's a one-sided bias. It is creating bias and they're tainting jury pools. They're presenting this as the factual evidence to the American people while cases are still going on. I have an open case. I was played on TV as a poster child of this just a few nights ago. Mm. And when I saw this, it was amazing to me. Um, I hadn't actually seen it, but I heard it over the telephone. My wife is recounting this to my mother. You know, I'm listening to this account of this and I'm going, wait a minute, wait, wait, wait. And they talked about me being on the steps reading. I want you on the megaphone on the Capitol steps. And I went, okay, okay, that happened. And then they keep going on. And I said, wait a minute, that didn't happen after this. This happened this time. And she's like, well, no, it's a chronological order of events. It's what happened. And I said, no, that's not the way it went down. This happened. Mm. And then this happened. Then this happened. And uh, uh, the reality is that they took what I said. At Are we with you? Do you have us? I got you. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So they took what I said. OK, they took what I said at 4.10 p.m., a statement that I read over a megaphone, asking for people to support the Capitol police, asking for people to remain peaceful and asking for people to go home, leave the event, leave the Capitol. They hmm. took that and they picked up that time from that reality, of that moment at 4.10 p.m. and moved it over to 2.24 p.m. and timestamped it and told the American people that I read that statement at that moment. Wow. It's a lie. They spent $8 million of your taxpayer dollars to perpetrate this lie that is not true. So mm-hmm. we start digging in, right? So I get with some people over at Stop Hate. I get with people over Americans for Justice. We start looking into these matters. And I'll be damned if we didn't find more of them. And it wasn't long after that thank goodness that I've been out here doing what I've been doing, talking against it, you know, getting involved and getting engaged, and be on stages and speaking around the country, because mm-hmm. then the calls start coming in. Yeah. Hey, they said that I said this at this time or this happened at this moment, and this is how this went down, and that's not true. It's a lie. We're mm-hmm. developing right now a list of the lies. We actually have a pretty good list right now of how they have lied to the American people, and they wow. they're banking on the idea that hey, we p- we pimp this thing out to twenty million people. They saw it. They're going to believe it as the truth. And I think the unfortunate part is, is you know, look, a human being can be duped. We saw it in your own eyes. Congress provided this. It must be the truth. The judges have been lied to that are adjudicating these cases. The judges have believed this narrative. Mm. The, the uh, prosecutors believe this narrative. The American people believe this narrative. They have tainted the cases so bad that there is no way for these people to get a fair trial, equitable justice anywhere in the country. Not much less Washington D.C. It would be worse in D.C. because the information disseminated there, and that is kind of the beacon. And local news is always there for you, and then mm-hmm. it becomes national news. So when it's local national news, it's a bigger event, and those people that live and work on and around the Hill get that. You know, they get that news and it fed to them like a fire hose. And that's mm-hmm. a factual statement that I'm making. I'm telling you right now, I would make it under the penalty of perjury. You lied. Congress, you lied. I can't wait. Please subpoena me. Let's talk about this. Can I subpoena you? Can, believe me, You will be being subpoenaed. We'll be seeing you in the civil court because when you lie and you operate outside of your oath of office, you've pierced your veil of immunity. And I'm going to enjoy that moment because we'll see you in a place where it's like a 93 or 97 percent Republican stronghold and we'll adjudicate those trials there. See how you like that apple. All right. You're going to get a bite of that one. Because you want to play games and you want to drag the American people to a place where you know they can't get a fair trial, where you know it's biased. You want to play these games with American people's lives. And I'm not saying that people don't deserve to go through the criminal justice system for some of what's happened here. But let's take a stark reality and a look at the situation and recognize that those who administer justice, that be the prosecutor, the judges, Congress, you know, when you're elected as a, a representative, a mouthpiece of the voice of the people, you have a responsibility a, a duty. You took an oath. That three-party contract between you, God, and your constituents to tell the truth, to uphold the law, to do the right thing. You're in direct. In God. So you, God, constituent, you. You're in violation of that. You're in direct violation mm. of that. But here's the problem. These people don't care. The only. They don't subscribe to the three-letter. This three-letter agency that I hold most valuable is G O D. Right. That's yeah. the most valuable three-letter agency to me. And that is one thing that I hold in esteem, right? Where these people, they hold in esteem CIA, FBI, cash, you know, DHS. That's where, that is their God. That's their temple. They talk about uh, one of the things that one, I got to tell you this, we and I have talked about this. One of the things I'm so bothered by is they keep talking about this hallowed halls, the sanctuary of democracy in our constitutional republic. They always leave out constitutional republic. They just say democracy. They'd like you to believe we're a democracy. We're far from a democracy. We were never designed to be a democracy. Thank God. And we are a constitutional republic, all right, with a democratic system of government. Let's, let's get mm-hmm. clear here, the intermingling. But one of the things that they keep pointing out to you is that, that this Congress has this truth and that they in these hallowed halls are their sanctuary this is their temple their shrine right that is not my temple that's not my shrine if i'm going to have a legal or political shrine or something, it's gonna be the Constitution. The United States Constitution is the one document that sets us aside, that is preserved and provided for this country for 250 years for the American people, the amount of blood that has been spilled, the risk of life that has been given, and for all those who have served and served this you might as well turn around, unzip, and piss on the graves of the people that have fought for this Constitution to be in a part of the undoing of this, what they're doing. They're not preserving the Constitution. They're not standing up for it. They are a perversion of a democratic system of government under a constitutional republic and what they're doing because they are direct violation of the people's rights of due process, a fair trial, an equal, equitable system of government a, uh, and criminal justice procedures. I should stand accountable for what I did that day. I stood inside, I said what I had to say, and if that would be the case, then that's fine. I respect the courts and the institution for which they stand. But these people that pervert these things, these people that continue to derail the truth in effort to reroute you onto their narrative of lies, it's absolute BS. We all know it. I can prove it hundred percent. Mm. You go back and look at the guy reading the statement on the mic- megaphone that they allege and timestamp is 224 in the afternoon. That's me asking people to be peaceful. Then you go back and take a look. Miss Sandy Bachom, S-A-N-D-I-B-A-C-H-O-M. She's the leftist journalist, CNN correspondent that provided that information to Congress. Somehow or another, or they took it, whatever the case may be. It's the same footage. Listen to the whole statement. She doesn't even cover the whole statement. Maybe it wasn't available to her. We'll give her the benefit of the doubt there. But they clip it. They just give you the part about Mike Pence didn't have the courage to do what should have been done, protect our Constitution and our country, et cetera, et cetera. They remove all that, and they picked it up and moved it. Then immediately after that, they play for the American people, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence. And that's where they went. So guess what? Mm. I allege... That before it ever happens, that they're going to come back at me. They're going to be upset because I've kicked them in the teeth here on this. By telling the truth, remember, I didn't come out and tell a lie. They lied about me. I exposed the truth. And let's just see how that works out for me. This should be proof positive for you. Should my case? Be, how should my case be adjudicated? Who's been more damaged, me or the federal government by that lie? You told that, By me walking around with a megaphone and saying, do not break, do not damage, don't harm, standing in support of the Capitol Police, asking people to be within themselves, reminding them we're not BLM, we're not Antifa, we don't loot, we don't rob, we don't steal, we don't damage, we don't destroy. These are the statements I made. We have the video proof. Oh, and yes, I did ask to tell people it was okay to come in. I believed it was okay to come in. Because people were coming out saying, hey, this is what happened. They're showing people in the crowd videos. Hey, no, it's okay. It's fine. This, everything's good. The police are letting you walk around. And you can look in the window and plainly see a police line that looks like a Southern Baptist greeting line at a church. Like you should be handing off your potluck for dinner piece that that you brought. Mm. Um, As they're shaking hands, having casual conversation, giving old ladies hugs. Um, That's the facts. That's what I saw. I witnessed it. I have it on video. That's wow. where I entered the Capitol because of what I saw. I thought it was okay. I made a mistake. I'm wrong in being there. I'll get it now. I'm not denying that. And I should go through the criminal justice system, but it should be equitable. It should be fair. Should I be imprisoned for that? Is that really the case? And they said, Well, you were drinking fireball whiskey. Oh my gosh. I started drinking fireball whiskey at nine o'clock in the morning. Drinking fireball whiskey. I didn't drink it. Oh, I'm celebrating because I'm now at the Capitol having a shot of the. You know, that's a, I'm, honestly, I feel like there's probably some
0: crime in the fact of my poor choice of cinnamon whiskey, but you know, mm. uh, that'd be the case. So what, do you, what, do you, what do you see coming out of this, uh, this event here? Uh, what do you see happening with everybody that uh, was part of this, uh, this case they're trying to make? Where do you see it going?
1: Well, under the Ollie North trials, this is exactly why the cases were va- His case was overturned on appeal. Mm-hmm. They vacated this. That's what I'm talking about, the history in, in repetition here. Yep. So Watergate, Ollie North. It seems to skip a generation. They forget, you know? It's like, but mm-hmm. they're in such an effort. They're in such a race to get to Donald Trump that they have forgotten that the American people had rights to due process, that these people yep. are human beings that were going through a criminal justice system, and they're tainting all this information, but they don't care. They're not interested in that. Their focal point is Donald Trump. They Mm -hmm. get there through all of us, and that's what it's about. This is a three-ring circus to keep the ball in the air. You know, I always say it's like when we were all kids and we all had a – you got a balloon. Man, you'd run around that living room. You just would not let that thing hit the ground. You kept it in the air. That's kind of what I think about when I think about Liz Cheney and uh, Benny Thompson and these people up there in Congress. They're all running Mm -hmm. around the living room trying to keep the ball in the air on Donald Trump so that this guy can't get back in office. Because if he gets back in office, if Donald Mm -hmm. Trump returns to office – these people, there will be nowhere for them to hide. He's figured it out. He understands it a lot now. He had learned a lot in his last administration, yeah. and the lights will be on, and these people, they're going to scurry like cockroaches, but there's going to be nowhere to go. He's going to remove all the the items in the room that they had to run behind. Yeah. He, knows what, he knows now how to play the game. He's had a chance at the board. They've been playing it for 20, 30, 40 years, some of these people, and they had the lessons. He didn't have that information. He's mm. gained knowledge. He's gained information. Donald Trump was probably, you know, I'm certainly, as far as I'm concerned, the greatest president in our living history. They can say all they want about he told lies and he told this and he told that. But the one thing that I can tell you that I heard him say, again, I always go back to this. I stood there at the ellipse on January 6th and that man said peacefully and patriotically make your way down to the Capitol. For any of you that try and run and hide behind Donald Trump and say, Donald Trump made me do it. You're a coward. You are truly a coward. You're a despicable individual. And I will tell you that men sit in jail in that gulag that's singing the national anthem every night. You know, you have some Jake Lang, Brandon Fellows. uh, little list goes on. Dominic Pozzola. You know, Dominic Pozzola is a great example. The guy breaks a window. Dominic, Mm -hmm. it was really – I'm going to say it to you. I would say it to your face. It was really stupid. You should have never broken a window at the United States Capitol. That was dumb. Mm -hmm. But how many years in prison should we – how many years in prison should one get for breaking a window? And the question is, is you're not responsible in this country for the actions of others. One of the pieces of our law that says we will not impute the crimes of others onto another. That is your right. That's part of the criminal justice process. Dominic Pozzola is not responsible for the riot. Dominic Pozzola is not responsible for the demonstration. Dominic Pozzola is not responsible for the protesters gaining entry. He could have broken the window as an act of vandalism. And if Mm -hmm. other people chose to go in it, including him, then that's another crime. But the nexus does not complete for Dominic Pozzola to be responsible for everybody that entered the Capitol. That's just dumb. I chose to enter the Capitol. I can't blame Dominic Pozzola because he broke the window. I entered the Capitol. My mistake. I did the wrong thing. I get it. As according to the justice system. Now, normally people that do the charging and come up with all the ideas on this, they would normally say, okay, well, hey, you entered the Capitol, but we had countless police officers shaking your hand and thanking you for trying to keep people calm. Gee, what was your purpose for entering the Capitol? Was your purpose for entering the Capitol... To destroy the Capitol, sure. or was your purpose for the Capitol protesting or demonstrating? Well, and, and let me let me let me Sorry, right Juan, in I know here. I've been okay? no, no, no. Go go I, I've been Sorry. enjoying.
2: I've been enjoying letting you say what needs to be said from 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 your side. There's two sides to every story. To what happened at the Capitol building. We see the crowds and the riot. Let me just add a couple of points here. On the side where there was the riot, that riot was a group of people that were being manipulated. Just like uh, we have cowboys go out and move a herd. Mm. They have dogs that run the herd to move the herd in a particular direction, right into a cattle chute. Do you realize that they were putting out unlawfully without authorization Mm. flashbang grenades into that crowd. Concussion grenades. Concussion grenades, which are much, much more dangerous and startling and damaging. Mm. And there was people spraying mace in that crowd. And then there was an organized, coordinated effort among members in that crowd to manipulate the crowd to push and lean into the building. And the players controlling that, operating that, were not just people that showed up haphazardly. Yeah. They were people from Antifa, BLM, and three-letter agencies where they were contracted through. Yeah. And they were working the crowd to get a particular response. On the opposite side of the Capitol, they opened the doors up and let people in, gave them fist bumps, shook hands, walked mm. through the area. A security yeah. guard led Jake uh, with and the Doyle buffalo Chansley, horns yeah. and, and others and into Joey. the congressional chamber. Mm. They didn't break in there. The yeah. door was opened up for him. There it
1: is. He served 41 months in prison for that.
2: Yeah. Wow. So, again... Some people were manipulating, had a plan. We talk about a pandemic. Well, there was a planned uh, thing to create the illusion, the magic act, of some type of a riot, a civil war. And even today, why do I mention that uh, also now? Hmm. Because what's happening coming into this summer and fall? There is a plan to use food crisis. And the riots that they want to cause, the, the storming of the stores and, and distribution centers and even railroad cars, they want to use the belief that you're about to run out of food in the country and starve to death, the fear, the gas supply fear and pricing, mm. inflation fears, whether or not we're going to get invaded by the Chinese or there's a nuclear war out of Ukraine mm. or the Mideast or China. All of those fears and threats to get us shooting at each other, dismantling our own house, running America like a scared herd, Mm. trampling over our own country right over the cliff. There is a plan to take America out, to destroy America, to create a power vacuum in the world so that they can bring in their globalist state. That's what my buddy Bill Cooper talked about mm-hmm. before he was killed. When he wrote the book Ride a Pale Horse, that's what he was talking about. These globalists, that's what my buddy Larry Abraham, None Dare Call it Conspiracy with Gary Allen, wrote about in the 60s. Pawns in the game. Mm. All these authors, great guys. Fagan with his radio broadcast uh, or his his record that he created in the early 60s. And Mm -hmm. even Eisenhower. Mm -hmm. Beware of the military, industrial, and let me update it, media, political, intelligence agency, globalist controlled state. Mm -hmm. Empire, senior executive service. That's who's running America, the shadow government. That's who's pulling the puppet strings on Joe Biden. Do you Mm -hmm. actually imagine that the illusion, the magic act is real when you go to a magic show? Mm -hmm. He's no more capable of running this country than a puppet on a string. Yeah. There's a mind behind him. He is not the power behind this. And by the way, if you go to those drop boxes, do you actually think Zuckerberg decided to spend that money on the drop boxes? Mm. Zuckerberg didn't create Facebook. Facebook. Facebook was life log over at DARPA, and even the, the program itself was stolen by a man in Florida who wrote it, who mm-hmm. still has the source code on it, the back door into Facebook. Who at DARPA, what hidden hand, what power behind the screen had the authority To take a project that cost hundreds of millions of dollars to create Mm. and put in place, because, and by the way, for those guys that was, oh no, maybe a few tens of millions, the server systems in that era, in 2004, February 4th, 2004, when Facebook was incorporated and LifeLog shut down, the access to those server systems, those systems were very expensive and complex the guys to run it. You don't show up in a day and have it go instantly to working perfectly. They had gained this social media monster out. Why? Because Mm -hmm. behind the scenes, Facebook is an operation to control the hearts and minds, the conversations of the world, starting with Mm -hmm. America to fine tune it, to twist it, to move it, to morph it. And now we're seeing the full result nearly 20 years later, stopping free speech. You can't talk about certain things in the social media. They shut you down. First Mm -hmm. amendment out the window. Oh, well, we own the platform. So we can decide how it's said. The American people own that platform. It was your money at DARPA that created it. It's stolen from you. Mm. They gave it to Zuckerberg. Who the hell is he actually? Who's pulling his strings? Who owns him? Who told him, take a half a million dollars of your money and put those drop boxes out there so we can steal this election for ourselves. Mm. This is a plan. Half a billion. Half a billion dollars just on this one little tiny effort. And by the way, Zuckerberg, he's worth hundreds and hundreds of millions. You know who's wor- worth more money than Zuckerberg? His Chinese wife. Mm. Who's pulling the strings on your election here? Why is January 6th so important? Because the American people showed up in numbers, large numbers. Only 2 million showed up in Washington, D.C. The largest gathering of American citizens in Washington, D.C. in history. Mm. More than the peace marches. More than the anti-war protests in the 60s. Mm. Two million people showed up and all they said is, Congress, don't certify this vote. Send the electors back to their states and verify that the information is accurate. Yeah. And that the vote was done lawfully and correctly. Mm-hmm. And the data's true. That's all they said. They don't want to tear down their own house. They not want to tear down their own country. But mm-hmm. somebody was manipulating and maneuvering. Those citizens that showed up there to create a magic illusion of a civil war, Mm -hmm. a precursor to national civil war. And now, 20 months later, they don't want to just have it in Washington, D.C. They're planning flashbangs, concussion grenades of social Mm -hmm. disorder. Injustice all across the country during this long, hot summer of love coming into the fall with the elections Mm. to cause us to attack each other Mm. so that we sink America and create a power vacuum that they and their friends, these globalist emperors, would be emperors. Mm -hmm. can fill to own and control the world Mm -hmm. forever. And when they get done with it, that's what those Georgia Guidestones are all about. 500 million people, that's the carrying capacity of Earth. Mm -hmm. 13 out of 14 people alive today in their way of seeing things must Mm -hmm. die. Your children, you, America, must die so they can reinvent the world. They're Nero's. They want to burn the world down so they can rebuild it in their own image. They don't want the past present. They don't want you to know what the history was because they want to create a new history, a new Mm -hmm. city in their image. The Christians should light the way, be covered in pitch and Mm -hmm. burned in the night of their madness. We cannot allow the lies, the venom, the snake bite of the January 6th committee to kill America.
3: So much is lost in translation within God's Word. It's surprising how much is misunderstood, even simple word definitions. In his book, Access Behind the Veil, Apostle Michael Petro explains that beyond the veil lies the original intention of God's plan to restore creation through His people. When the Lord gives us access behind the veil, we begin to understand the mysteries of the kingdom and our calling as a royal priesthood. Apostle Michael Petro writes about deciphering the Torah from the Hebrew language and recognizing God's language of mysteries, secrets, and parables within the Scripture. It's time to step behind the veil and see the coming glory. Access Behind the Veil, The Coming Glory by Apostle Michael Petro, available now on our website, voh.church.
0: So you guys also see something happening with these trials, a dismissal, uh, public trials. What what, what do you see coming with this?
1: Well, I got to touch back to something Juan brought up. He talked about Joe Biden, not pulling the string. He's not, you
0: know, I I think everybody knows that right now.
1: I, I, the whole world knows Joe Biden's out of it. Yeah. So my, here's something most people haven't stopped to think about. I think, jill biden and biden's handlers and the administration there at the biden administration i think they should be charged and likely held accountable with crimes of elder abuse for what's happening to poor feckless old joe biden <laughs> that man should be sitting around with the slippers having his pudding throwing something for his dog on occasion by the fire i mean let's be real joe biden uh, does not have the mental capacity mm-hmm. to lead his household much less the household of the American people and the yeah. government as such. So let's be realistic about that. that what's happening to Joe Biden? Remember, he, elder
2: says, he says in a public place, he's walking through the area. My butt's been wiped.
0: Be That's done. the
2: mentality of this person. Think
0: well, about that. But well, you've you seen when they were having a, a get together at the White House and Obama was talking to Kamala Harris and a few other people and, Joe Biden was trying to get their attention they just ignored him like he wasn't even there I I've, I've never seen a blatant disrespect for a president of the United States like that and that told well, me right there that was the red flag that said this, is not the this guy of the is United not States. in control at all he is zero he has yeah. n- and nobody could care less about him there was an old man walking around shaking uh shaking uh hands with the wall uh, he had no clue what was I going mean, on I mean he looks like that. He looks like that grandpa
1: everybody's trying to avoid because he's trying to tell the same story for the third time over that night Mm. that you've heard 75 times before. So, you know, every, you know, so it's, I mean, it really is sad. Like I said, it's a case of elder abuse. And it's a shame that Joe Biden's going through that because while I think he's rather a despicable individual that really never did anything other than work to destroy the country. In this moment, if we isolate the crime of where he stands today, it really is elder abuse because he doesn't possess the mental capacity to be in the position that he's in to be making the decisions. Yeah. And I think, you know, we would grant we would certainly grant someone leeway on that, that, hey, you didn't have the capacity to make the decision to sell your home. Sorry,
0: judge would give it back. And that'd be the end of it. But anyway, uh, well, I, kind of I, I think he's just living. the fall guy. He's the perfect fall guy. He's incompetent well, to, sure. to do he's anything. Over the
1: barrel. I mean, hey, it's either this we're going to burn you. We're going to let you and your kid burn down. If you mm-hmm. don't play the game, you're going to play the game exactly the way we tell you to play it. You sit in your basement. You're going to shut up. We'll put you in that hot seat, and you will say, do, and say exactly as we say. Or you and Hunter are going to crash and burn. In the story, we got you dead to rights on all the things we helped you do over there in Beijing and mm-hmm. all Ukraine and everywhere else. So anyway, you know, that's another story. We don't need to worry about that. The American people are aware of that story already. What sure. they're not aware of, like I said, the Ali North trials, how he won that on appeal. And it's the facts. I mean, the courts are the courts. The facts are the facts. Case law is case law. Reality is reality. The American people in no way, shape or form can now receive a fair trial, a fair adjudication of their sentencing or anything else in this in this nation as a result of what Congress has done. It would be different if they would have just come out and displayed the events. Even that would have tainted it, right? This So mm. just this alone would have tainted the cases of January 6th. This alone would have tainted jury pools. It would have tainted, more importantly, the witness pools. So, you know, how about this? What if it's sentencing? Somebody wants to call a witness and say, hey, I want this man to come and stand in, for the actions that I took part in. How can I get a fair witness in a, in a, in a sentencing now? Yeah. How can any individual get a fair witness at, at sentencing or in, in their trial or any part of this process? You could call on them. I mean, they've been tainted. This is the meaning of that. So this is sure. where we are at the core of this or the crux of the matter. So even without that, but in addition to it, to only overshadow it, to make it worse, the propaganda, the $8 million spent by them for the American tax dollars, mm-hmm. they built a lie. They built a propaganda video, oh, yeah, sure. and it's provable. We have a list of these things already. I can't wait to discuss them in public. I've... Could the January 6th committee please subpoena me? Hello, here I am. I'm waiting. Call me up. Let's go. I can't wait because I assure you we'll be subpoenaing you for what you did to me. Now, mine's going to be a civil matter, but it's interesting what happens there. So you've pierced your own veil of immunity. So how about this? Talk about this isn't a lack of respect. This is equal respect. I've been given none. I've been cast as a traitor. I've been cast as a treasonous white supremacist, racist, no good, dirty, rotten, seditionist, scoundrel. Let me put this in perspective for the American people. First of all, Joe Biden, when you called me a seditionist, traitorous, treasonous, no good, whatever, on January 6th in the evening on your news report – you need to get right with yourself and understand that you were not protected by the office of the presidency yet. You had not been sworn in. You screwed up royally in that moment. The civil action against you personally and what you said, are going to be great. The civil actions of the, uh, against the other folks are going to be great. My civil actions against the members of Congress who continue to perpetrate and tell lies about me, you would be better off now to issue an apology And call me in and say, hey, look, we're going to have to offer a referral here. You are much more damaged by what we did to you than what you did to us by speaking out in preservation of the Capitol and Capitol Police and being in the defense of them. But they won't do that. They will continue to narrate this big, woven, intricate lie because they must cling to power. Because if we get to the bottom of that and they start to unravel you, pull that little string and it comes out and it shows the truth. Mm. Guess what's going to happen? I stand here and I tell you this, I am going to be filing charges against members of Congress for their actions against me. They lied. You cannot move timestamps. You cannot pick me up from one moment and bring me over here into another moment and make it look as though I am doing something or taking part in something that I had nothing to do with. That's a lie. It's what's called a factual inaccuracy in a court and they're going to see the light of justice for this. I'm looking forward to that. Hey, but you know, let's take some bets here, Michael. Do you think that I'll get fair and equitable justice when it comes to getting to see my justice with Congress? Or do you think how do you think that's going to work? And will they be coming at me harder? Let's just take a look. Let's watch my case and just see what happens. They've already come at me harder. They've already levied some things against me. They're coming harder at me because I won't shut up. I was told by the U.S. Marshal's office just a couple of weeks ago, and we'll be naming you in our report, sir, to sit down and shut up. Sit down and shut up? Who the hell do you think you are? Mm. You're out of your mind. You don't talk to me that way. I'm an American citizen with free speech. How about this? I can't wait for you to explain to the court why you told me to sit down and shut up. That moment's coming. The pendulum is swinging back the other way, and we're going to get some accurate justice here. So this problem is continual, and it's great, and the American people need to know. They need to wake up. They need to see this. If I'm lying, do you know what the penalty is for telling lies about members of Congress? I mean, I'm pretty sure that that, there's some significant penalty for that. We've actually looked at that. So I'm not prepared to be doing five years in a federal prison for telling a lie. But I'm telling you, I stand here before God. And I will, interestingly enough, I believe in truth. I believe that if I were to make a comp, I can say something honest and true. So I swear to you here before American citizens that what I've told you is 100% the actual, factual truth, that what I said was said at 4.10 p.m., the same video that they used from the exact same person that shot that video, they picked up and time-stamped it as 2.24 p.m. and manipulated that, manipulated you, the American people, to make you believe, make you believe that Donald Trump's statement that I read over the Capitol steps led to the chance of, hang Mike Pence, hang Mike Pence, bring him out, that's not the way it went down. That's not the order of events. That's not the way it went down. $8 million of your taxpayer dollars. $8 million. You used $8 million to further a propaganda narrative against the American people, me being representative of that. The 400 uh, people that have gone through such travesty that, that with the either charged of violence or Felony is – and the 250-plus felonies, the 800-plus American citizens that sit where they sit with the federal government leaning in with the full weight saying, oh, justice, we demand justice, and we have to have justice, and we have to have accuracy, and we have to have truth, and these are things that are paramount. Yet Mm -hmm. you don't live by the same principle. You want to cut and swing and swing your sword at anyone that can get in within the reach, and all we're asking for is due process. So, you know, due process – equitable justice, a fair and complete process of the criminal justice process would be right. But uh, we're not going to get that. We're going to have to take that. I'm telling you now. So I'm going to have to go back to the civil court and deal with it. They're not going to come out and admit their lie. Challenge you, Congress, you know, it's a lie. Furthermore, how about this? Benny Thompson, third sentence. I believe it's the third sentence. If I'm correct, I remember it to be the third sentence. Never before seen footage the DOJ has been grappling with Congress to collect information on witness testimony, video evidence, and other matters as it's been reported in the news. That is a Brady Giglio violation on its nose. The federal government of no agency or entity has the right to possess evidence or information as it may regard to a case, a criminal case that's being adjudicated and withhold it from the defense. Where the hell's my evidence? Why does that happen? This is the grounds, the basis for dismissal. A federal judge, even if you've taken a plea, reads to you a statement that says in the light of either new evidence or evidence being withheld, that would lead to dismissal of the case, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. The judges at this moment, at the very reading of that, from my understanding of the law and from what I'm hearing from countless attorneys, should already be coming out and issuing what's called vacating the cases because this happened by their own admission. The truth coming. You saw it wild on Biggs and Pozzoli yesterday. We knew this was coming last week. We've been talking about it. Steve Metcalf is a great attorney that has been all over this thing. I know he's conferred with some other attorneys on it. We looked at this several weeks ago. Um, And even months ago, we talked about how other like matters had been adjudicated throughout history because we were trying to find the, you know, hey, you're going through the criminal justice process. You want the best defense you can have. Mm -hmm. I did believe in a fair and equitable justice system, which we weren't getting. We knew that. So what we wanted was to have this, you know, come up with solutions. You start looking for the answers. And that's within your legal right to do that. You're not trying to escape justice. You're trying to fight for your side. That's the way it works. We have the scales and you're responsible for this side and they're responsible for that side. But what's happened now is. They're waiting their side with lies. They're putting bricks on there that aren't true. And then they're withholding the evidence. That further kicks it out of kilter. And now the congressional, enter the congressional committee and their disaster. This is just like Ollie North. These cases should be vacated. They should be dismissed. It's ridiculous. So, you know, Steve Metcalf's gonna, I think we're gonna see a lot coming from him. That doesn't even begin to mention the fact that personal jurisdiction, that the FBI and the DOJ are running rampant through the states, violating state sovereignty, they're going through this process, and what they do is they were provided plenary power in an operational area, just like they can operate so here or here, there or wherever. So eight miles to DC, within eight miles, Puerto Rico, Guam, etc. Any other, you know, federal territory, process or federally owned land, you know, that's where they can operate. They have no charter, they have no right. The FBI should not be kicking indoors and going through and arresting citizens without. That that doesn't work. To have the county sheriff present. The county sheriff has to make the arrest and give you a chance to see your state magistrate. Then you're released to the federal system. That's how it works, and that's why your state should have a right to say in it. That's state sovereignty. That's the rules. That's how it exists in the Constitution of the United States and how it exists and how it's written in the state constitutions. Yet the FBI continues to conduct itself in this manner. Why? Why do they get away with this? When is that going to stop? Yeah. You know, come on. Can we get some some righteous justice here? Can we actually follow the Constitution? They don't want to follow the Constitution. They're not interested in the Constitution. They're coming for you, just like they came for me and just like they came for 800 other Americans in J6. And they're coming for two to three thousand more. And don't forget, they want the school board mommies. If you stand up against CRT, you're on the target list. Essentially, anyone that's a dissenter to the leftist ideology, if you won't step in time, step in line, do it is exactly how we say when we say it. You're a target. We're going to make it painful, just like they did to the Tea Party with the IRS. Obama did this stuff. We've seen this over and over from the left. No one's voting for them anymore. Only the dupe, which is a very small percentage of the population are voting for them. They have to steal elections to get where they are. They stole this election. Yeah. They blame Donald Trump for what they did, and here we all sit as victims of what they need to do of political fodder to keep the ball in the air. Like we said, the old balloon's up in the air, and they're going to keep it coming. Juan, do you disagree? Agree? Well, I mean, come on. I'm sorry. I know I ran on a no. Rant. I'm letting myself. you. You're you're on a roll. <laughs> I just. I, I'm sorry, man. In here it's it's in ears bottled up. I'm tired of it. I'm going through this. What they've done to my children, my wife, my family. What they've done, they've endangered me. They've lied. They told they gave information that was in a proffer. They should have never been out. They continue to do these things. And they and their goal is the destruction of anyone that'll stand up and speak out against them. We've seen that. You stand up, you speak out. We're going to chop your head off. I'm telling you what, until you kill me, come for me, kill me. That's the only way you'll ever shut me up. And when you cut off my head, nine more pop up behind me telling the truth because they're going to see this. So here it is. is, I want to win the Breitbart Righteous Indignation Award. I want to be awarded the first (laughs) ever. I think the foundation needs to create it. And this is where I stand. This is the world I live in right now. I've had enough of your bullshit. I've had enough of your lies. I've had enough of this cacophony of destruction of my country. I've had enough of you stealing elections. I've had enough of the FBI running around with power it doesn't have. I contend that you are a farce, a fraud, and you do not deserve to be holding the office. You're the belligerent occupants, as a friend of mine told me. Belligerent occupants at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue, 905 Constitution. End of story, fact, case in point. Come get some. Let's go, Congress. I'm ready to belly up. Let's get it. Let's get it on. Let's get down to the court. You and me, call me in there, but let me answer. Don't play games. Call me into your jackass committee, and let's go. Me and you, toe to toe. All five of you, six of you, whatever it is, against little old me. I'll eat your lunch, and you know it. I got the truth. You got the lies. The American people will not stand for it. Call me.
0: <laughs> well, fellas,
2: uh, let me just add something here.
1: They. Sorry, guys. I'm not good
2: there, sorry. <laughs> they, they don't want to fight. Yeah. They want everybody that comes before them to only speak their version of the truth. Remember, the devil himself tempted Christ using mm-hmm. scripture, but he took it yeah. out of context. Christ had to respond. Exactly to those temptations also using scripture, but correctly using scripture. Um, You can twist the truth Mm. and it's a lie. Um, This star chamber committee doesn't want the real truth of what's going on with all of those people who were there on January 6th told. And over the next weeks and months, The people that were there are going to tell their story. And the American people are going to get a chance to listen to it. you darn right we are. It's going to be equal time. That's what President Trump talked about uh, uh, just yesterday Mm -hmm. in uh, his response to this Star Chamber Committee. It's a lynch mob. It's a hanging mob. They're there with an intent and... They're going to you know, have their way come hell or damnation. Mm. Uh, we're going to, as a people, uh, diligently, methodically present the truth to our fellow citizens. And hopefully, and I believe we will, but, but it is a hope, it's not a guarantee, hopefully our fellow citizens aren't so caught up in the magic and the illusion or so distracted by just life itself, or under so many pressures just trying to keep ahead from the dramas with inflation and gas and trying to keep working and health issues that are caused, planned against them. Hopefully they're not so distracted, diverted, that we can't get their attention. I don't believe they will. We're going to work as hard as we can it is a fight for hearts and minds. Um, it's a godly fight for truth and justice in the American way and all the things that we were growing up with believing it. The question is, did we believe propaganda and it's not actually about truth, justice, in the American way,
1: yeah.
2: or is that still real? Can we call that out in the American people? Will they still want to see? what really happened, or have they just moved on? And if you don't get to the truth about January 6th, you'll never ever get to the truth on November 3rd of 2020, which is what this is really all about. If they can keep you distracted, diverted, preoccupied, bogged down, Till midnight on September third, they win. Yeah, this we have to secure all the documentation, all the records, all the communications, all the lie, everything mm. that was acquired by the executive order Mm. concerning the November third election. It is a fraud on America, and it's intended to decapitate America and place this monster, this Frankenstein head on America to divert us to do their bidding, their globalist objectives and destroy ultimately the body of America Hmm. so they can fill that vacuum also with their new world order. That's what
0: this is really all about. Yeah. You know, fellas, we you only, have a, few, we, we only have a few minutes, a minutes left. But I, 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 I see this happening. I mean, biblically, the Bible talks about the new world order, a one-world government that is trying to establish. Uh, no other time in history, actually, at the time of Jesus or in Rome, could have that ever happened just because they didn't have access to the entire world. We sit in a very unique time. Let, let me throw this out there because I get asked this question all the time. So uh uh Trennis, you are you're a one. People ask me this question because sometimes it looks so bad. The 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 issue is is how can this change? How can we change this? Um if the Republicans get back the House and Senate, if we get out the rhinos, if Trump cat comes back into office, can this be changed?
1: Yeah, so first What Juan just told the American people and you is the important part is if you don't get to the bottom of 2020, you're not ever going to have any truth. They're going to know that you don't, you can't. So start there. That's number one. September 3rd at midnight, that's the deadline. So keep an eye on what we have coming. There's some big pieces coming. There's a lot of news to come, and it's going to happen in a very short time. Um, The collection of people that are activated, that are working in this are like one you would never you could never imagine and they come from people as a regular as simple as carpenters and, uh, out here to a guy that owns a business in Texas to uh, you know fathers and uh, some people that have known as great patriots, people that have been involved and activated for a long time, act- actionable people. I want to say this, I mean in a political or a legal arena that all we want is truth. We want to expose everything. Let's open it all up. Anyone that wants to keep it down, suppress and hide it. That's never a good thing. I mean, anyone that has children knows that. So we think about it's back to the church. The church has got to get involved. They've got to do their part. You know, you got to get engaged. Your congregation has got to get engaged. And one of the things is this stuff doesn't happen for free, people. Let me help you understand that. He's going out traveling, being around the country, speaking, doing all this stuff. Everybody thinks everybody must have a private jet and be a millionaire. That's not the way it works. Um, I have a Gibson go over at Trinity Sevens. So I certainly appreciate any help there. I need it. Keep going. That's important, too. But if you want to know what to do and what to get it activated and get engaged, you're going to have to start demanding the results of these elections, demanding and telling this. Call your congressman, call your senator, let them know that you demand and you haven't let this go. You're going to be like a dog with a bone. Get out there and stay actionable. You yep, know, show up somewhere, assemble, say no more. Hey, we want the answers. We want the damn answers. Go to your state capitol. Call on your elected representatives. And these people are not official. They're not officials. Get that right. They're not leaders, you didn't put them in that office to lead you. You put them in there as a representative of your mouthpiece, they are your mouthpiece. You mm-hmm. selected that person, allegedly at least, to go there and represent you. They are not your leader, they're not your official, they have it wrong. Take those words out of your mouth, stop using leaders, stop using official, and start calling them what they are, representatives. They are there to represent you, that is we, the people. And that's what they're there for, and no other purpose they're not there to collect money. They're not there to raise money. That's not their job. Their job is to represent your voice. That's what you put them there for. If they're not representative of your voice, take them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's time to demand get rid of them. action. Demand action. It is your right to demand action. Call these people. They get a report. It comes every day, every week, every month, a quarterly, and that report says. Uh, that what they need, you know, what their constituents are talking about, what they want, emails, calls and meetings, emails, calls and meetings. It's a good place to be. You need to show up, be there, stand up. The other part of that is that uh, there's events, you know, Clay Clark's Thrive Time to Rock the Red events, Uh, rather it be your local Republican Party event. Go somewhere, do something, say something. And I'm not saying, look, no one's telling you to get a rifle and go do something like that. This is legal political action. You have rights. Yeah. It was given to you. They're God given and constitutionally preserved. Yep. Be counted. Stand up on the right side of history. history. Yeah. Sorry, i didn't mean to take the words out of mouth. I just well, I couldn't resist It's History. The right side of history is coming. You have an opportunity like no other. This is the most pivotal moment. Like you hear, we've heard the hyperbolic statements of politicians for all our lives. Oh, it's now or never. It's, Damn it, people. This is really it. This is your American citizens telling you this. Look what's happening around you when the FBI is going around arresting people because they go to a school board meeting. You're targeted. We're talking about the Ministry of Defense. Like Congress, I'm telling you now, I've mm. called Fox News and told them I have absolute proof that the Congressional Committee lied 100% and can prove it. Guess what? Nobody's calling me back. Mm. Now, I don't want really to call, them, not just calling anybody. I'm talking to the producers. I'm talking about you, Yans. I'm talking about you guys. Tucker. Hey, Tucker. I'm over here. I have factual evidence to prove I can give it to you on video beforehand. This isn't like a, come on, let me come on your show. I didn't give a damn about being on anyone's show. I didn't want to be on shows. You know where I want to be? I want to be raising kids at the lake, having a good time. I worked my butt off to get to that place in life. This is not fun. This is not the lane I want to live in. I want to go back home. Somebody else, by all means, step up, step into this role, get actionable, let me go back home. That's great, but I don't see it because I keep looking around and I'm at the front of this and I keep looking around and I see people like Juan well, O'Sevin. They've been out in front of me. And there's very few people that are running in front of me. And I'm telling yeah. you that. There's some guys like that. There's some Laura Logans. There's some great people. The David Summerall's over at Stop Hate been doing this a lot longer. I finally ran up in the line and I caught up. And I'm looking mm-hmm. back at my fellow Americans and there's a big gap between me and you. If you're not mm-hmm. going to stand up and do something, if you're not going to stand up and say something, and I mean legal, political action Get involved, get engaged, be counted. If you're not going to do that, if you're not going to get off your ass for that purpose, at least get off your ass and reach into your wallet and send a few bucks to the people that will because it's your country, your children, your future, your constitution, your government, and it, it's all going to slip away. You, I always say this. I go to these meetings all the time and I say, raise your hand if you think Joe Biden really won the election. I'll be hundreds of people, thousands of people, tens of thousands, whatever it is. I speak to crowds all the time. I mean, it might be 250 crowd, 2,500, 5,000, 8,000. Nobody ever raises their hand. But then I ask, what are you doing? You came here to this. That's great. You spent $39 on a ticket. You spent $400 on a VIP ticket, whatever it is. Fantastic. That's awesome. How many of these people did you donate to? How many of these people did you help? How many people did you support the effort? This stuff takes money. And there's a reason more people aren't in the fight. There have been good people that have fallen off, fallen by the wayside, couldn't stay in it because they couldn't afford it. They couldn't keep out there. They couldn't keep going. It was too much, two, three times, four times a month travel, hotels, expenses, meals. And they do it to fight for them. They fight for the future of the country. They fight for their children, their grandchildren, future generations. And everyone that's ever stood been in the military, everyone that's ever been a part of believing in the country, if not, you might as well. If you're going to do nothing, you might as well turn around, unzip and take a leak on the graves of all the people that have fought for this country. Because honestly, you're no better than the people over at the left. If you're in the duck and cover, I'm going to hunker down, just make money and go forward. Your money's not going to mean anything in this globalist society. It's not going to mean anything when they tell you how it's going to work. It's headed that way. If you haven't seen a movement like no other, if you haven't seen this thing shift in a bulb, like, you know, it's like tectonic plates, right? We see how they're, you know, moving around kind of thing. You say, oh, the fault line is getting bigger. It grew 1.2 inches over the last 15 years. We just had a major shift here, folks, in the last Uh, 18, 19 months here, where those plates went, I mean, we saw a major shift here. We got now, we have a giant gap, right? Uh, That's what's happened. I mean, it grew four feet instead of 1.4 inches over 10 years. In Mm -hmm. two years, it grew four feet. It's getting serious. It's getting real. And it's never been more real in living history. History does repeat itself. Your country's outlived the growing nature size of a country. History, the country, 250 years. We all know that we, we keep, oh, it's the Constitution. It's the greatest constitutional republic. And it's this. And we've been there all this time. We have outlived this and never has a country this divided as they would like us to think we are. We're not as divided as they want us to think we are. But never is a country with this level of divide, this level of division, this level of problem, because it's propagated by the people that tell you lies, that told you lies like the January 6th commission. spent eight million of your dollars to lie about me and lie about the other January 6th people. And I can prove it. Still calling out Congress. Here I am. Come on, let's go. Bring me in there. Let's talk about it. Question me on this. I can't wait to answer this question. I will tell you all about it. So anyway, that problem is now. It's here. It's relative. And it can't go away. You can't let it go. And it is the moment right now to stand up and be counted. This isn't the time for firearms, folks. This is time for action. It's time to be counted. It's time to say, hey, you know what? Instead of going to that barbecue with Susie this weekend down the street, I think we better go to this event up at the Capitol and uh, sit down and talk with our representative or let them see our voices, let them be heard, let them know we care about our election still. The 2022 still matters. I think it's important. If you don't think it's important, you just want to let it slip away to the globalists, to the people that will lie and create these false narratives and do what they'll do and arrest school board moms for not wanting to support CRT. If that's where you want to be, that's the lane you want to believe. It's only a matter in time till they find something that you're dissenting about your mask mandate, your vaccine, whatever, you won't come in, come down to the county and turn in your firearm. And everybody always says, I've listened to this. Oh, I draw my line here. I, they'll never do that in my country. I draw my line. I draw the line. Guess what? You keep backing off the line and drawing a new one. This isn't a time for cowardice. This is time for courage. It's a time for courageous men, courageous men, courageous women, courageous people. Mm. Formed this country, have preserved this country through all time. And if you lack the courage to do that, then you go sit in your hole and you stay there and you be prepared to be ruled as a subject and relegated by people like Joe Biden and uh, Nancy Pelosi's and the Kamala Harris's of the world and the uh, those folks. But I'm not going to do that. I mm. refuse you know what? I don't like this idea. I don't welcome it, but at least I have the damn courage to stand up, say something, do something, go somewhere, get involved, and stay actionable. And if you don't, don't come crying to me when they're beating in your door, because it's coming. I'm telling
0: you, never thought it'd happen, but here I am. So Sorry, Michael, I know I'm sold. That, that's, that's good. I'm trying to, hey, uh, so for people that want to keep in contact, want finance, uh, want to help your cause, How do they get hold of you in one? Yeah, so
2: one. Well, you can go over to uh, 107daily.com. Watch my movie, The Called, The Makings of a Perfect Day. It's the director's cut that's over there. It's in the movie section of our site. Uh, You can watch it for free. You can become a member for three bucks and comment, but uh, you don't have to pay anything if you don't uh, want to comment and uh, be part of the discussion. It's just three bucks a month. Crap, it's not even a half a tank of gas at this point. Third? Yeah, a third of that (laughs) at some point. And uh, uh, also at uh, (laughs) gumroad.com, there's a store there for the book, uh, uh, Kid by the Side of the Road. Uh, First edition is sold out. Second edition's there. It'll be sold out before too much longer. Third edition's on its way, but uh, it's still at least a month or month and a half out uh, waiting on paper and uh so you know appreciate it anybody that wants to read i think you know it is a bestseller uh, five-star ratings outer space and uh, uh i think people will uh, benefit by reading it and uh, enjoy to hear from the listeners after they do yep so
1: and you can reach me at condemnedusa.com so it's trenis t-r-e-n-i-s-s at condemnedusa.com. Or you can, uh, my Gifts and Go is Trenus Evans on on Gifts and Go. Very simple. Um, I'm not asking you to pay my legal fees. I'm already paying those. I've taken Mm -hmm. that on. I've never asked for anyone for help with that. What I'm asking you to help me do is stay in this fight and keep going out and traveling and getting to these events because I don't charge these people speakers fees. Um, Mm -hmm. Where I've gone with this is I have been, I didn't want to be called the PAY Patriot guy. You're doing it for the money. You're doing it for the publicity. No, I'm doing it because I have two children. Do you have anyone have any children i have two i have a 19 and a 15 year old son they're going to come up in this country and if they you know god forbid you know these young men decide to have grandchildren hopefully we can do it in a place that's protected it's a place that's a great place where we got to grow up remember when we used to play till the street lights came on remember the america we grew up in it was a place we didn't hate our neighbor we didn't we didn't fear political violence here you know, we haven't treated demonstrators like we treated January 6th people since the atrocities of the uh, civil rights uh, era, you know, where Martin Luther King, great man, stood, came forward and said, enough's enough. You know, yeah. these people stood and they stood peacefully. And there was moments where things got out of hand. But do we fault them? I mean, really, let's be real. So this is the country we live in today. And I want a preservation of that great American ideology. I want the American dream preserved. I want it for your children. I want it for my children. I want it for the future of the country. I even want it for the people I disagree with. And I want people to have the ability to disagree. If you're the left and you believe in these things, you believe in it. As long as you're peaceful, I'll support your right. I'll tell you what, even in the position I'm in now. I will stand and fight for your right to peacefully demonstrate. As long as you're peaceful, you become destructive. I might enter your protest and start telling people to stop what they're doing, just like I did on January 6th. However, you know, the right the righteousness is with those who are right. I always will know that where I stand with this, my biggest contract and my responsibility comes first to God, second to family, and then to country. And that's where I live, and that's the lane I live in, and that's where I stand. And I will continue to stand up and fight for those things in that order as long as there's breath in me. And I will not be uh, stricken or restricted by the federal government or those that mean to taint or destroy your country. I will stand unabashed and I will say these things everywhere. That's where all the other J6 defendants, I can tell you that they're scared. I mean, a lot of people have been scared. They've been relegated to a hole or they've been clamped down. They've not been allowed to talk by the government or not been allowed to talk by their attorney. They have, They feel this way too, folks. I know they do. They just, you know, they're they're in a position where the federal government's told them they can't talk. The judges have sealed or clamped them down, where they can't talk about any of this. Mm. And it's sad. I mean, that's not it should never be free speech is paramount. I mean, they want to take away your constitution. They're yanking your country out from under you. But the problem is, is those of you who are going. Ah, you know, I don't know about that because you're still going to Susie's game on Tuesday and uh, the recital on Thursday and Applebee's on Friday. No, everything's okay. We went to Best Pro Sunday. It's great. You know, I'm going fishing next week. Mm-hmm. It's not great. Look what happened throughout history. They're coming for your guns. You keep saying, oh, they'll never do that. Well, they keep making more laws, more legislation. Well, yeah, but that's just the red flag thing. Okay. And then Joe Biden wants to outlaw the 9 millimeter, the most popular handgun in America, the most popular munition available. Gee, I wonder what happens. Then the rounds become an illegal problem, you know, as well. I mean, this is where we're headed, folks. If they're telling you, these people used to say these things behind closed doors and they were whispers that erupted from in those in those places. But the reality is they're right out front running this as their agendas and they're running on it. Mm. This is where they are, and this is what's going on. And yeah. if you don't stop it now, it's going to be too late and your children won't be able to stop this hurtling runaway train going down the
0: track. Yeah, we are in it. In a very serious time where people need to stand up and really uh, get into the fight, I say it all the time: it's time to get a hold of those people, the congressmen, senators, and begin to tell them uh, and hold them accountable. They, That's why they're called. attorney yeah. governors. Yeah, yeah it, it's oh. time to get in the fight. Well, fellas, we appreciate having you on the show, and uh, definitely we want to keep an uh, uh, an open card for you guys anytime you want to come on and and talk with us tell us what's the what's happening uh it's it's been a great show I appreciate you guys getting up and standing for the truth really uh it, it, we are in a time that people near to, need to hear the voices and uh that uh, is that season in America where we have to get into this fight or there won't be a fight shortly I just want to thank all our listeners out there those of you that have been uh, part of Uh, these programs, um, Trennis and and Juan are are just a few men that are really in a battle right now. Our country is in a battle. People are really at the point of, of wondering what's getting ready to happen. You know what? We can sit and watch or we can get into that fight, each and every one of us, whether it's at a local level, school board level, city level, um, I've watched people change the government, people that are nobodies. Uh, a young man in San Diego, a surfer, uh, changing the government of San Diego uh, because he got into the fight. That's all that it takes. We, it, It's no longer viable to stand back and watch everybody get in, in, into this fight but you. We all got to be part of this together. And I believe that we are getting ready to see one of the greatest awakenings this country's ever had, a great awakening in the church, and the body of Christ. And it's time for the, the pastors to quit being sheep and start being the shepherds. We need leaders right now. We need fighters right now. And those that'll go in and tell people, hey, either, either get in or get out. The Lord never called us to sit back and watch things. He called us to make things happen. I want to thank all of you out there, all of our listeners at VOH News. We uh, we appreciate your comments. Please get a hold of us, give us a call, or uh, get onto our website, VOHnews.com. It'll be good to hear you from you. God bless you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, partner with us by heading to VOHradio.com. That's VOHradio.com. Call the studio at 1-877-440-3737. That's 1-877-440-3737. Or you can send us an email at info at VOHradio.com. Again, that's info at vohradio.com. This is the Voice of Healing Radio with Michael Petro.